lost. It's Russ lost. It's Russ lost. Can you believe it? King Bad God. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Wrestle Lost. It's been quite the week. Unfortunately, the merger has stirred up some shit again. So to get it going, here's Johnny. Okay, we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, but first, uh, on last night's episode of SmackDown, LA Knight was supposed to appear in a segment. And the, the, way it, the way it was supposed to go was... Uh, Adam Pierce had set up a tag match at Fastlane between uh, Solo and Jimmy Uso against John Cena and AJ Styles. Well, AJ was attacked by the Bloodline earlier in the night, and so later on, in, at, for the main event segment when they had the contract signing, John Cena was also also beaten up by the Bloodline, and this is where LA Knight was supposed to come out and make the save, but he was uh, taken out of the building before the show because, because he tested positive for COVID. So, uh, but you know, this is this is a, a minor minor thing now. Uh, so hopefully he'll only be out maybe one one week, uh, and maybe we'll we'll get back on track next week with, with the story. So that that that'll be your. Uh, your fast lane match there. Yeah, if I could get over that shit in five days, well, not even five, it was more like two, He he's going to do just fine. I wouldn't be surprised if he's over it already. Yeah. As opposed he to might the, not have had any symptoms at all either. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to the first time you had it, which was like, what, like two weeks? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was about two weeks. But but that was during the height the height of the pandemic. Yeah. Uh, but and other injury news. Uh, Wednesday we had AEW Grand Slam, and we saw two two injuries, which I'm not going to call too serious, but could have been could have been worse. So the first one happened between in the match between uh, Phoenix and John Moxley for the international title. Before the match even started, um, Phoenix did a dive on Moxley on the outside, and this is where uh, where Moxley picked up a, a, a slight concussion. Then, uh, for the finish of the match, Phoenix hit a Michinoku uh, power driver onto Moxley. He got he got a two count. That's a bell ring. He got uh, <laughs> match isn't over yet. Uh, <laughs> he he got a two count, but the referee stops his count after two. And John he never he never kicked out. So yeah, that was strange. Like, yeah, why did so, he do that? 
so what does Phoenix do again? He he gives him another Michinoku driver. This time for the three count. And so apparently w- what happened was Moxley told Rick Knox, you know, uh, just, you know, let let this be the finish. You know, he called it an audible. But, that, yeah, that's what I don't get. Uh, why, why didn't the referee call a three the first time? Right. And you protect the wrestler. <laughs> yes, because Moxley already had an inj- a head injury, so you're having... And why do you, why do the pile driver a second time on on a guy who's already has a has a head injury? So I'm getting. Yeah, that's what I don't understand because they communicate throughout the match. Yeah. So if the injury, like they're saying, it happened earlier on in the match as it was starting, so you would figure. Ray Phoenix would have already known there was something up with Mox because they communicate. And Rick Knox would have known as well because all three of them have to communicate to know that the match is going to go fine. So, yeah, that that was my main issue with it is if Mox already had some sort of a concussion, why would you do it a second time? Right, and I, I can't really fault Rick Knox too much because, and even a lot of people said the same thing. Mox looked fine, even though he was working injured, he wasn't missing a step. So it had a lot of people fooled. So maybe he thought he could have kicked out of the first one. So he was going for the planned spot, so he he stopped that too. But yeah, it did look awkward. Yeah. So the second injury that happened later that night was at at towards the end of the the AEW title match between Samoa Joe and MJF. Adam Cole came down to to help out MJF. And he jumped off the off the off the, the stage. Raised ramp. Yeah. And 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 I guess he I, I guess he he, uh, he he didn't land it. He he fell. But when he got back up, he was limping. And it was it was said that after the show went off the air that uh, he was taken to the hospital and and. and I guess got some X-rays and came out in in, in crutches. Yeah, so I, I I didn't hear what the extent what of the injury was. Hopefully, it was just a sprained ankle. Um, that that's gonna put this uh, the AEW uh, tag title match for, or I mean the ROH tag title match for wrestling during in in jeopardy. Yeah. I haven't heard much else after they said he was let out and he was on crutches. They really haven't said anything. So my thoughts would be that it isn't that serious. It's something he'll just have to rest up for maybe a week or two. Yeah. But who knows? Not hearing anything to me is a good sign. 
because if there was something serious going on, we'd hear about it. WWE announced this week that they're going back to Australia in February. They're going to have the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view in Perth, which is the first time they've been to Australia in uh, in six years since they had, they had the Super Showdown in, uh, in 2017. So it's going to be it's similar to a New Japan show here in the States. You're going to have to get up at 4 in the morning to watch it. Well, I get up 4 in the morning most nights, any, most days anyway. So, <laughs> so this, well, we're already at work about 4. So we might be watching it at work because it's going to be a Saturday. So. Well, at least we'll at least be listening to it. Yes, listening. Yes. <laughs> I could watch it live. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, because I'm off on Saturdays. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then go and, back to bed. And, yes, and even if you weren't, you're in an area where you can prop your phone up. So, yeah, for the most part. Well, well, I, I mean, he'll just watch it on his TV. Yeah, but <laughs> if he was at work for some reason, oh, oh right, 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 he'd okay. be able yeah. to prop his phone up. Yeah. No, that'd be the day I take my iPad and use it at work. Drop <laughs> my iPad up and watch it. <laughs> All right. I'm trying to think of anything else before before we get to the to the main topic here. I really can't think of anything. Yeah. Else. So okay. So here's something that's going to lead into our main topic. Uh, on Thursday, WWE they, they announced that they they uh, are going to have a new TV, TV rights deal for SmackDown. It's going to be moving off of Fox and onto the USA Network starting in 2024, and it's going to remain on on Friday nights. Which is gonna with with Monday Night Raw in there as well. NXT, I've heard NXT maybe going back to Peacock, uh, but this deal is gonna be worth one point four billion dollars for all three shows. Yeah, potentially three shows. Yeah. Well, well, I actually would work the same deal with with NXT anyway. If it goes to Peacock, it's the same company. Right. But that leads me into our main talking point. Because on the same day they announced this TV rights deal, we saw this, the, the second half of, of the fallout for the, from the merger. Last week we saw over 100 backstage uh, staff from various departments, uh, accounting, marketing, media, uh, lose their jobs we saw talent cuts on the wwe side on thursday the morning we saw uh, main roster cuts in the afternoon we had nxc cuts uh, i'm gonna go through all of them off the top of my head if i miss any just let me know but and then we'll discuss them afterwards the main roster cuts we had 
Mustafa Ali, Dolph Ziggler, Shelton Benjamin, Aliyah, Emma, Elias, Mad Cat Moss. And I'm thinking that, that was it for the Rick Boots. Rick Boots, yes, thank you. Rick Boots, <laughs> that was it for the main roster. Then later the after, in the afternoon, we had uh, Dana Brooke, Shanky. We had uh, Maxim Mel Models, Marseille and Mansois, or Mace and Mansour. And uh, Ulyssa Leon. There's a couple, couple of these names that never featured on TV. Yeah. Uh, uh, Bryce Miller, and I think I think that was it. I have the full list here. Okay. So I'm just gonna go through it again because you did miss a couple. Okay. Dolph Ziggler, Elias, Mustafa Ali, Shelton Benjamin, Top Dollar, Riddick Moss. Yeah. Uh, well, Emma, Top Dollar is forgettable. Yeah. <laughs> top Dollar's a bit forgettable. Uh, top Dollar, Riddick Moss, Emma, Aaliyah, Rick Boogs, Quincy Elliott, Bryson, Montana, Dana Brooke, Mansoor, Mace, Shanky, Dabakato, Ulisa Leon, Daniel MacArthur, Kevin Ventura Cortez, Alexis Gray, Brooklyn Barlow, Ikemanjiro, Abule Abadi Fitzgerald, and Matt Riddle. Yeah, uh, I was gonna go over Matt Riddle separate because uh, he wasn't actually a, a talent cut for money reasons. Eh, no, he yeah. wasn't. But I, but I did miss Dabakato too. Yeah, or I don't Tube, know how you could miss him. Baba yeah. or or Commander Aziz, however you want to call him. Hmm. But hmm. yeah, so Matt Riddle. Yeah, it it has come out that that he he has had a, lots of chances with WWE, and and the final straw was this this uh, allegation that he made at the JFK airport that he was sexually harassed and he was he was behaving erratically. So that I I believe had <clears throat> wasn't a part of the talent cut plan. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it, it was because of that. It, it's more his antics. He hasn't really been the most smooth person to work with. I I know he tries his best to be a professional. Who wouldn't when you're working with WWE? But just some stuff that he's done. It, it's gotten in his way, unfortunately, and that that airport situation, sexual allegation, that was the last straw. Yeah. Which sucks because most of the people that I have spoken to has said, what, what a wasted talent, because he is talented, and he's proven it, so... Yeah, just wasted potential, and he says he's going to be doing something that he'll be on our screen soon, so 
who, who knows what is in the works, but we'll see. We'll see so, what comes of it. So here's the thing, though. Since they're now the same company, would would he be allowed into your seat? Even though... That's different. That's a yeah. actual one-on-one sport, and she's not required to yes. work with someone. It's just combat. Probably. Because you don't have to work with the other person. You just beat the hell out of them. <laughs> I, Wrestling I, I, is like a you're telling a story with another person. UFC, you're not. You're just trying to get the win. Yeah. Yeah. The only time you're really face to face with the guy before the fight is at the weigh in the night before. Yeah. So yeah, I could see I could see him doing that if if it's something that Dana White wants. We'll see. Maybe that's what he was referring to. But going back to the the main list of cuts, well, let's let's start from from the, from the beginning. Mustafa Ali, he he's been wanting out of the, of his of his contract for a while now. Which he was the first thing that we. I'm trying to talk over Kevin Kelly. He he was the first the first name that came out. And when we heard this, we were we, we were actually happy for him. Because at first we didn't know it was the actual release. We thought his contract had just expired. Uh, but even still, you know, now he's free to go do something else after his nine days. Right. Yeah. But I wonder if he changed his mind since he's been in NXT. Because he's scheduled to fight he was scheduled to fight Dom at No Mercy for the in the in, in ex, uh, North American Championship. Not anymore. Not anymore. Probably they'll probably replace him with Dragon Lee, but <laughs> But see that that makes me wonder if Dragon Lee's gonna beat Dom on Raw. Right. Hmm. It definitely leaves a lot of questions, but yeah, going going back to what you said, as as soon as we heard he was he was gone from the company, we're happy for him because it's something that he's been wanting for a while. And like Andrew said as well, we don't know if his mind has changed because of him being in NXT and whatnot. But at least now, in ninety days, he'll be able to. Go somewhere a little bit more secure. Who knows? Yeah. I know where I want him to go. Yeah, we all do. Yeah, but Tony can't afford everybody. I'm sorry. Uh (laughs) No, I mean, there's some people on this list that that have history and impact, and and they could go go back there as well. They could. Uh, Yeah. And um, New Japan's an option for a lot of them guys, too. Yes. So speaking of, of... Possible and and if they go to AEW, they're they're open to wrestle in New Japan as well. So, uh, but yeah, speaking of that, because I, I've heard of some dream matches for this next guy, Dolph Ziggler, uh, who's been with the with WWE for almost twenty years. He started out as uh, as the Nikki in the Spirit Squad. Yeah, he was part of the male the male cheerleaders. 
which I've heard that it makes sense now that they put him in that gimmick to start with because I've heard that Vince was never high on, on Dolph Ziggler that the entire time he was with the company. Uh, before the Spirit Squad, they they had him uh, as as a Chavo Guerrero's uh, golf cart driver when he when Chavo went through his curling white face. Mm-hmm. Uh, before, uh, yeah, before it, before Eddie passed away, and, and he had to scrap that. Uh, but yeah, he he went by he was nicknamed as the 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 golf cart driver. Uh, yeah, I remember when he first switched to Dolph Ziggler at the Air Squad. His gimmick was going around backstage, introducing himself and shaking hands with everybody. Uh, <laughs> But uh, so earlier this week, his brother Ryan Nemeth, who is an AEW, had had tweeted out a picture of obviously Photoshop of the two of them with the AEW tag titles. Uh, Ryan Nemeth had the TNT title, and Zolfall had the AEW World title. So yeah, I think there is definitely a. a a door open for him there in, in AEW. Uh, I, I heard that WWE did want him at one point to, to be a backstage producer, but he rejected that offer. So, yeah, so now he's, he's free to go do something else. And I, I have heard one dream match, which is, uh, well, I guess we'll call him Nick Nemeth now. Nick Nemeth versus Okada is one match. But there's there's tons of dream matches you can you can have for both Ali and and uh, Nick Nemeth. You have Ali versus Nemeth. No, <laughs> that's what I was about. To Possibly, say. yeah, yeah. That that's how you bring them in. You do the Adam Cole Brian Danielson thing, where they're like, we have a mystery match coming up. We don't know who it's gonna be. And then, and then, like Ryan Nemeth shows up, mm-hmm. and then you just get Mustafa Ali or whatever he's gonna go with. And, he, and by the way, well, yeah, good. well, actually, Mustafa Ali he can he could could use that because he did use that before WWE. So yeah, yeah. So we could we could see that. Um, next, uh, another. What seemed like a WWE lifer was Shelton Benjamin. Shelton Benjamin, this is crazy. He was in the same, the same OVW class as Brock Lesnar, John Cena, Randy Orton, and Batista. That was back in 2002. And I don't know, for some reason, you know, WWE just never saw anything in him. You know, but, uh, I, I think the the best thing they ever had had going for him was when he was in the world's greatest tag team with Charlie Haas, and they they were they were you know rolling with Kurt Angle. And, but yeah, he uh, lots of wasted potential there. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure out what that shit was. Whenever they would go to interview him in the back. And he just wouldn't say anything. Look off yeah, and walk away. Yeah, yeah, that was like some some 
gimmick they 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 had going for him. But but that <laughs> that shit never paid off. No, we never know. <laughs> but again, uh, and and also you know. That's his real name, too, so we'll see Shelton Benjamin show up somewhere else. Hell yeah. Next one, and this one is, is a little heartbreaking considering what she put out right before she was released. Uh, Emma, of course, uh, real name, Tennille Dashwood, who is was famously former knockouts tripping impact uh she had tweeted out uh, the news that WWE having Elimination Chamber in Perth, Australia, because that's where she's from. So she was excited about going to wrestle in front of her, her hometown, her uh, her her native uh, you know people there. And then about maybe forty five minutes later, she tweeted out, "Oh, I'm uh, I'm just kidding. I was just released." Mm-hmm. That. That sucks. Yeah. And and that one, look, I always like, I, I really like the Emolution character. Like, that, that to me was silly, but fun and serious at the same yeah, time whenever she was one, in the ring. That's the one where they have the vignettes of like her in the bathtub and no, I'm talking about like the, the the one where she used to dance around. Oh, okay. Yeah. She had she had she had various gimmicks. Over yeah. There. That was probably my favorite one in WWE. But yeah, man, just to announce this show in Australia and her be excited about it, but then you release her, that that's the kind of thing that makes people hate WWE. And you have to say WWE because that's who she was working for, but the blame lands on Vince. Like that's what people are always going to think. Yeah. Especially they- with the latest round like the other round of releases that have happened. Yeah, the pandemic releases that was squarely on Vince. This yeah. one wasn't wasn't as such, it was because of the merger. Yeah, and yeah. and uh, well, I'll I'll get to why why they chose these people in a minute. But uh, you know, uh, we're we're not gonna go through everyone here. But uh, but she she's uh, uh, engaged to uh, Riddick Moss, who was also released. Uh, you. Of course, for a little bit, he's there. He was Mad Cat Moss hanging out with, uh, hanging out with Baron Corbin. I could see both Ray Gloss and and Tenille Dashwood going back to Impact Wrestling. Yeah, they could go back there as a couple. Yeah, what what I like about Ray Moss though, he 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 was joking uh, on on Twitter about it, so. Um, at least it's on the on it, it. It appears that it's not affecting him. I mean, I mean sure it is. I'm sure it, it it does affect him, but he's not letting it show. Yeah. 
And and one of the things he said in his tweets were during this Triple H era, even though he wasn't there for a long a long time, um, his stock rose during the Triple H era. So he already said whoever wants to come after him, they're gonna have to they're gonna have to back up the Brinks truck because <laughs> he wants to get paid. Yeah. And hey, if if it is true, it's rightly deserved. So get that money. Yeah. So uh I, I like I said, we're not gonna go through all these, but but I know Freddie and uh, uh, I know two guys that were let go on the NXT side were were Mace and Mansoor. Uh, of course, Mace uh, is formerly uh, Dio Madden, real name Brendan Williams. Uh, he was also in Retribution for a bit. That's where the Mace character came from. He uh, they both ended up in the this Mex and male models, which was originally led by Max Dupree, of course, LA Knight, and then Maxine Dupree. Uh, and uh, their names, they, they changed their name, make it, make it look all fancy, like French or whatever. Like they went by Masse and Mansoir. Mansoir, I know, uh, Freddie, I know you got something on him here, but that was your one. You're one guy that you got because of your deal with Saudi Arabia. Like they had tryouts in Saudi, and yes. that was the one guy that came on top. And, and he was the guy that featured on, on all, all their Saudi shows. I remember his very first one. He had, he had he had an awesome match with Cesaro, you know, Saudi. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so you've lost your only your only connection as far as wrestlers go to Saudi Arabia. Yeah, so now whenever if they decide to do another Saudi show, which they, I think they are. November 4th. November 4th. Yeah. And John Cena's going. <laughs> so you have to think as to what the reception is going to be because whenever he had matches and they went over there, they got loud for him, yeah. obviously, that's a hometown boy. So you have to imagine what what the reception is going to be like. Hopefully, it's decent. Hopefully, nothing happens, nothing serious at least happens. But we'll see. And as far as the tweet I told you about, it it, it looks to have been deleted because I, I it's not on his feed anymore. So he he might have not regretted it because it was funny, but yeah, that that one's no longer there. I wish I could have had it. Screenshot of it? No, no, I I couldn't find it, bro. It's gone. Oh, okay. I wish I had it, but yeah, if if I was Mansoor, what I would do? Buy a ticket, be front row, whenever they go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I would do. Just to be like, yeah, you might have let me go, but I'm still here, bitches. Yeah, so all together, with including Matt Riddle, 22 names 
There was also a, a rumor yesterday that uh, prior to Matt Riddle being released that there were going to be more names this weekend. But so, so far, so good. We didn't get any tomorrow Sunday. I don't expect any tomorrow. But I don't either. Yeah, but stranger things have, have happened. Yeah, stranger things have happened. So. I hope they don't, but... We'll, we'll keep an eye out, but it being Sunday, I highly doubt it. And hopefully, we can go through the through the this next week without any more releases or or firings or lay off, laying off or whatever. Yeah, because I was about to say we're not getting any tomorrow, but Monday, who knows? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not going in with high hopes on that. So before we we move on. Uh, what, uh, I want to get your opinion on um, maybe who who stands out for you the most on this, this list. Andrew, who stands out for you? The only two that really stand out for me, well, besides Riddle, because that's that has nothing to do with the we're, yeah. the, we're Dana Brooke and Ali. Because like I said, those two have been featured in NXT for the yeah. last month and the last two months. Oh yeah, yeah. Now, so those I'll, have been I'll, used. Everybody else, you haven't heard, you right. haven't seen them. They hadn't been used on TV. Yeah, been doing I'll, mainly dark matches or whatever. But yeah, those I'll, two have been have prominent roles on TV. Yeah. Like Dana Brooke was mentoring. I can't even remember her name. She was mentoring someone. And like I said, Ali was fighting for the yeah. North American Championship at No Mercy. Mm-hmm. Whether it was. Uh, Dragon Lee or Dom. Yeah. Those are the two that surprised me because they've been used and they're in storylines. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing that the, the reasoning that for these cuts were because these all these people with the, the two exceptions that Andrew just talked about, uh, they they were they made lots of money but they weren't being featured. They were just Either you know in catering or or wrestling on main event or or in in dark matches. Shelton Benjamin and, and Cedric Alexander just had a ma- match on main event last week. So and now that that's another thing. What what's what's what do you do with Cedric Alexander now? Maybe put him with the Street Profits and Bobby. <laughs> maybe maybe. If that even continues, just saying. Yeah. yeah. That's the last night, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. To, to me, the ones that stand out, just, just because of the amount, the value they brought whenever they were on screen, Dolph Ziggler, Mustafa Ali, Obviously, Mustafa, since he was in NXT doing this thing right now, um, yeah, those are those are the ones that stand out to me. Elias was a bit of a surprise because he fits the mold of your. I don't. I don't want to say stereotypical, but and he was getting a character change. They just haven't done it yet. Yeah, yeah. like as far as from what I heard. He was working with creative coming up with ideas as to what they what he was going to become. 
So I think that those have to be the top surprises for me. And, and then there's the whole riddle situation, which we already talked about. But yeah, just the level of professionalism and the the draw that Dolph Ziggler, Mustafa Ali, and Elias are, the, that's why they surprised me. I mean, what was hotter un, un, until, you know, they started straying away from it? What was hotter than walk with Elias? Exactly. Yeah. Like, before the bloodline shit really took off, that's what was hot. So, yeah, that, those are the surprises for me. Whatever whatever company that Mustafa and Elias and Dolph Signal land on, they're lucky to have them because they they can be some of your top guys and your most reliable guys. Yeah, uh, uh, one thing I I remember that stands out about Elias was he had that one segment him and Kevin Owens in Seattle where where they got like the loudest boos ever. Yeah. Yeah, there there was plenty of moments with between KO and Elias that we'll always remember. But yeah, I I don't think, and Ezekiel. Don't forget Ezekiel. I no. can't forget Ezekiel. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, Elias quickly quickly breaking kayfabe and going on to Twitter and just being like, "Yeah, I was all of them." Yeah. Like he, he was straight up, he just straight up went out and said it. So at, at least they're having fun, and I'm not too worried for most of them because they're gonna land somewhere. Yeah, the only one I'd say that has something to worry about, probably top dollar, needs to work on his move set. Some, I don't know. I, it just really didn't hit for me. So, but we'll see, man. I'm not going to count anybody out. They're obviously talented since they worked in WWE. So, we will see where they land. And also, let's not forget, they released the longest, the longest reigning 24-7 champion. Uh, unfortunately, yes. <laughs> yeah. But, well wishes sent to all of them. And uh, can't wait to see y'all in 88 days. Yeah. 88, right? It's been two days. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a 90-day non-compete for all of them. So hope to see some of y'all in 88 days. Yeah. So, I think that was it for the news. Yes. So now that we've gone through the news... We're going to go ahead and give our moments for the week. So I'm going to go over to Johnny and get his moment for WWE. I don't I don't have a moment for WWE after, after Thursday. I mean, I didn't have one anyway because shows were, were meh this week. <laughs> That's it. Wow. Jeez. <laughs> burial of WWE by the brain. Sounds like it. All right. Well, um, and Roz, Roz getting stale. 
SmackDown is nothing without either, either The Rock or Roman Reigns. Or LA Knight. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that that was not not good. Not good that he wasn't able to be there. Uh Drew, I hope you have a moment for WWE. Well, I'm gonna disagree with Johnny. I found one spot in Monday Night Raw that was pretty cool. <laughs> it was the uh shit. <laughs> no, Ivar Kofi Kingston. Yes, I, yeah. I, yes, that was a, that was a good. That match. was a great match, and Ivar doing his top rope moonsault, landing it, and Kingston kicking out of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Ivar's pretty nimble for a big man. You don't expect. Yeah. So, yeah. eventually, I think Kingston won with the. Uh, Trouble in Paradise? Yes. But, yeah, they put on a good match back and forth. And all because of uh, the other one got hurt. <laughs> the other Viking Raider got hurt. Yeah. And and from what, what we know, uh, uh, Xavier Woods is actually in Australia promoting Elimination Chamber. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that was... Uh... That was a really good match. Yeah, I'm I'm surprised at the physical ability. Uh, like obviously, Kofi has it, so that wasn't surprising. But yeah, Viking Raiders, man, they can go. Yeah, don't, yes. don't count them out. Both of them are freak physical athletes, so never count them. Out. And and again, as they pointed out before, they're they're former. Raw tag team tag champions, former NXT tag champions, former ROH tag team tag champions, former Impact tag champions, <laughs> and former IWGP tag champions. They tell them all except for AEW and SmackDown, but but uh, that doesn't count right now because they're unified anyway. So. Yeah, SmackDown they could eventually get. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know if they would go to AEW, <laughs> but never count anything out. I don't know. Vince likes big men doing big stuff. <laughs> yeah. Big meaty men. Oh, yeah. Big meaty like men. Slap slap meat. <laughs> you know, Vince loves that meat. Yeah. <laughs> loves meat. I'm not going to touch that. I'm just going to let it go. I'm going to let it go. Don't touch the meat. <laughs> okay, I'm going to ask you guys a question because my moment this week is Oscar versus EO Sky. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a pretty damn good match. That was my second choice. <laughs> yeah, but he, he, here's my question. We all know why the match was great. These EO Sky is just uber talented and for her to be the women's champion right now is fucking badass and oscar when you let her have the type of match that she had it, it it's it it felt once in a lifetime because that's not the kind of match you get in wwe so it, it was awesome to watch 
it, it's I I would say some people have already said that the Kofi match from Raw is a candidate for match of the year. Yeah. I would say this one could be up there as well. That's how good it was to me. But here's the question I had for both of you. And let's see let's see if y'all are able to think of some people on the spot. Who do you think produced that women's match on SmackDown? I don't know if Johnny might have heard who did it. I didn't, but I'm going to say Abyss. Okay. I'm going to say Michael Hayes. <laughs> Michael Hayes? Okay. No. No. It was a new tag team. What's, was it Petey Williams and Robert Root? No. Oh. <laughs> okay. One more shot, Johnny. The old Canadian team from Impact. What? No. <laughs> okay. This yeah. this was a bit of a shocker to me when I heard it. So I'm gonna see how y'all react to it. The two who produced this match, Kenny Dykstra and Molly Holly. Speaking <laughs> of the Spirit Squad. Exactly. <laughs> if this is the type of match they can produce, let them have at it. <laughs> let them have at it. Let them let them produce every single match. Like yes, please. So yeah, whenever I heard that, I was like, huh. I know Molly Holly had done some producing of matches on her own. Yeah, but. If this is what they can come up with together, if this is the type of matches we can get, fucking have them go at it, bro. Just give them three, four matches a week, and they'll be killing it. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think they struck gold here. They after seeing what they did in this match, I think they're yeah. going to get more opportunities. And and plus, I heard that Kyrie Sane is gonna come, is gonna be coming to SmackDown, so you just throw her into the mix. Yes, <laughs> but at the same time, be careful. What well, night is on Raw? So okay. Yeah, but brand split. LOL. <laughs> you never know who's gonna show up where. Yeah. So just keep them as far away from each other as you can. I say we just keep Naya off the air. That works for me. I, I mean, yes, in an ideal world, you keep her off the air, but that's not because happen. it just made everybody in that tag team look bad. Yeah. To, for her yeah. to come in there and dominate like that. You tried yeah. to form this great team with Shayna and. And uh, Zoe, and then you have the women's tag team champions, and she just like destroyed them all by herself. That just makes all four of those women look bad to have her do that. Yeah, she's just gonna be the uh, female equivalent of Braun Strowman when he, he won that tag team battle royal by himself and then ended up at tagging with uh, Nicholas at WrestleMania. Hmm, yeah, yeah, just keep her as far away from anyone. But yeah, Be between Naya being on Raw 
and the amount of anxiety that I felt whenever the EO Oscar match was about to start and Charlotte Flair walked out. Fuck on, dude. Is she not being a storyline without the title? I told Freddie I changed I I put the baseball game on when she came out. <laughs> I think uh, I skipped man. through it because I, I was at I watched it this afternoon because I was at the game last night. <laughs> I fast forward through Charlotte walking out. <laughs> I am the you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But w- whenever Johnny told me that he switched over to the baseball game after that. From the two or three clips of baseball games that I've seen on TikTok in the last two days where nothing but fights are breaking out, <laughs> I might have to start watching baseball. It might be more exciting than WWE. Didn't know baseball was a combat sport, did you? I did not know that baseball was a combat sport. I might need to start watching it. Because like the two or three baseball clips that I've seen so far, I've sent them to both of you. Yeah. So, yeah. You should have seen the look on my face when I saw that shit. I'm like, ooh. And you have built-in weapons there. You have, bat- you have baseball bats. Exactly. I'm like, if this is what baseball has to offer, I'd have to start watching. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, yeah. EO Sky versus Oscar. That was it for me. That was a real good match. Uh, if... if if it wasn't for Andrew choosing the Kofi match, I might have gone with that one. But both of them were both on that level for me. So, hell yeah. Even though it was a bit of a rough week for WWE because of COVID and releases, like these two matches were spectacular. So, at least we could focus on that. And hopefully Johnny will have a moment next week. We'll see. We'll see yeah. how that goes. So now that we've gotten our moments in there for WWE, I'm going to go back to Johnny and get a moment for AEW, and I'll be back. Okay. Well, we had our, our little mini uh, mini pay-per-view on Wednesday, the Grand Slam, which is had five matches similar to like the old takeovers. Uh, and you know, like, like uh, all, eight, almost all AEW shows, they they don't disappoint. There was really there wasn't anything bad about the episode. Maybe maybe some of the Jericho Sammy match was in, that was okay, but my moment is going to focus on the first match. Between Eddie Kingston <laughs> and Claudio, which was title for title. Uh, it was in Arthur Ashe Stadium in New York, which was it's, uh, Eddie Kingston's home. Uh, they they had a, a, a really, really fun, exciting match. I loved commentary putting, putting them over. Uh, Ian Riccoboni saying that... Uh, that Eddie's really wrestling a handicap match. He's wrestling Claudio, but he's also wrestling him himself. Because in Eddie Kingston's mind, you know, he's such a wrestling fan that that there's a part of him that still thinks wrestling is real. Uh, and 
you know, he's got this long-standing feud with, with Claudio. And that's another thing that Tony Schiavone said that uh, Claudio loves wrestling, but he hates anything. So that, yeah, um, you know, uh, Claudio did his Ricola bomb where Eddie actually kicked out of it, gave him a few, uh, a few uh, fists, gave him a power bomb. And he act, he got the win. Eddie Eddie Kingston not only retained the, the New Japan Strong Open t- Weight Title, but he's also the new ROH World Champion, which was important to him because uh, all the all the, the heroes that he's mentioned that have won the title, all his friends of his like uh, Xavier and Homicide. And recently passed Jay Briscoe. Also mentioning names like Brian Danielson as well. So, yeah. So Eddie Kingston is now your new ROH champion. I, I can't wait to see what what he's going to do with it. I mean, unfortunately, hmm. it's going to be on. Uh, he's going to defend it on Wrestle Dream. On Honor oh. Club. I'm sure he'll defend it on Wrestle Dream. Oh, oh yeah. I, oh no, they've already. <laughs> Is it who's his opponent? I think they said. I think it was Sabata. Sabata. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll have that for that. Oh yeah. 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 I'm actually watching Collision so, as we go. So like, oh, they just announced it tonight. Yeah. Oh okay. I'm, I'm not. I'm not watching right now. Uh, yeah. So, so that's that's going to be another champion versus champion. Shibata is the uh, ROH. It's only pure. for the it's for the ROH and the New, New Japan Strong. It's not for the pure. Okay. What? So what if Shibata wins, he'll have all three. Wow. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. I, I mean, I, no offense to Shibata, I don't see him winning because Eddie just won this title. So but, yeah. But it's gonna be a it's gonna be a good match. They should have made it for. For all of them, yeah. It's like Eddie can actually wrestle a pure match, though. No, he <laughs> not he under pure rules. Up. Eddie can Eddie couldn't do it under pure rules. Yeah, because he can only he can only use a certain number of close fists. <laughs> he, would, he, would yeah. over, he would go over his limit. <laughs> it would it would be an interesting dynamic though to see how Eddie try. Could react. Yeah. To having that sort of a match, but yeah, makes sense that it's not for the pure title. Yeah, but it'd be funny if it was. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would be hilarious. But yeah, I'm I'm happy for him. I know a lot of people were happy for him, so I'm glad and he finally got that title he wanted. And he did get a handshake from Claudio after the match. Yeah, he did. Which again, very. Uncharacteristic, but it is our way to this part of the tradition. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, it was it was badass to see it. So hell yeah, I was happy for that. So now that we got Johnny's moment in there, I'm gonna go over to Drew and get his moment for AEW. We talked about this already, kind of, 
but I'm happy for Ray Phoenix. Yeah. Taking, winning, beating John Moxley for the international championship. I'm not happy John got hurt, got his concussion or whatever. Yeah. But Phoenix getting an individual title is pretty cool. Yeah. Because I know back when I was watching Lucha Underground, Penta got all the individual titles. Yeah. And and Phoenix was just a player. Now Phoenix is stepping up and getting the titles. (laughs) What what needs to happen is they need to both have singles titles and tag title at the same time. (laughs) That that's what I would go for. Because now that you put it on Ray Phoenix by accident because you had to there's no going back. Right. He beat Moxley. So yes. You gotta move forward. You, you can't go backwards here. If you go backwards, a lot of people are going to be very upset. Listen, and maybe John will finally get his vacation for two yeah, years later. Maybe now he'll finally get his <laughs> vacation. But you can't go backwards with a guy like Ray Phoenix. Because a lot of the stuff I've been hearing ever since it happened was that eventually he was going to have a single title because he's just that good. But now, now that it happened, it's, we got to move forward and you got to present him in a different light. So, hell yeah. I, I hope they do right by him or else you're going to have a very upset fan base. Yeah, that's, like that's I, never a good thing. Like I said many times before, I think he's one of the best high high flyers in the business. Yeah, along with Vikingo and Commander and Ray Phoenix, probably the top three. Yeah, I would even throw maybe even throw Ricochet in there. <laughs> yeah, Ricochet, Mustafa can be thrown in there as well. Sammy. Yeah, Sammy. <laughs> Sammy can't forget Sammy. Oh, and you can't forget Darby doing all his crazy shit. <laughs> yeah, that 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 that's coffin. just suicidal shit. No. <laughs> yeah, and just just to go that again, there's a lot of shit in AEW always that can be your moment. You can't like, even though I pick one, there's always something else that pops into my mind. But since you mentioned Darby and his crazy antics. The coffin drop into the scorpion death drop. Wow. <laughs> wow. Never thought of that. But they did it, and I applaud them for it. Yeah. Yeah. Ray Phoenix being your champion, that's really good shit. Uh, unfortunately for Mox, like I said, uh, it's a mild concussion. So I don't think I don't think he runs any risks. I think he'll be fine. A lot, like of- I said, I just maybe he can take finally take his month off vacation. Yeah, him and, him and yeah. Renee but, can go somewhere. Yeah, Renee, you, and then whenever they do come back, you can you can tell the story of Renee was just watching out for that shoe since it already <laughs> got shot at her once. <laughs> Yeah, you can tell that story, but for for a little bit there, people panicked because during the show, it was Blackpool Combat Club, Renee, 
and even Tony Khan outside of Moxley's trailer. Like, Tony Khan left Gorilla position to go check on Moxley. Well, that's his number one star. I'm sorry yeah. about anybody else in the company. He is. <laughs> he is the guy that whenever they needed him to step up, he stepped up. Yeah. How many times has he postponed his vacation? Right. Yeah. How long has it been? I, I think a year. Year. A year. He was yeah. supposed to go on vacation after after all out last year. Yeah. Right. But you had the CM Punk injury and the whole brawl out situation. Yeah. And so he had to he had to step up. That's yeah. When but, him and him and Jericho and Danielson had that had that talent meeting. Yeah. 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 Ever since he walked down that stands during was it the hangman Jericho match at that first all in or whatever? Where they crowned the first champion? And he yeah, came in. Uh, He's been yeah. the top star. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in that company. Yeah. That his that, first appearance, he's been the guy. Yeah, because I remember watching him fucking show just walking through the crowd, and it just Im- instantly felt <laughs> like this company was that much better because he was there. But yeah, he he deserves his vacation. <laughs> I hope he gets it. Yeah, like, if he's not gonna get it right now with this mild concussion, I don't know when it's gonna happen. But let's make it happen. For my moment, I'm, I'm gonna have to go with one that I still don't know how to feel about because I really like the guy, but I hate the other guy. And that probably. (laughs) So we had a very good match between Jericho and Sammy Guevara. And we thought it was going to be a respect thing. Like it, it, it was for a little bit and it had us a bit fooled. But then Sammy Guevara pulled out some of Jericho's tricks and yeah. kicked them in the balls. Yeah, it, it was a callback to when Jericho faced uh, Shawn Michaels 20 yeah. years ago. Yeah. Because uh, Sammy was wearing the the, the same, uh, well, inspired outfit that Jericho was wearing that night. Yeah. We should have known. The inspired gear should have given it away. Yeah. But yeah, Sammy just Kicks Jericho in the balls after the match. And Jericho having the same reaction that Shawn Michaels did. Yeah. And Sammy doing the shove. Yeah. It, it was it was perfectly done. And then here comes Don Callis. <laughs> <laughs> Which he really gets under my skin. But that's how you know someone's doing their job well. Yes. I've said that yeah. before. If you're the most hated man in the company, you're doing something right. Yeah. You know, uh, there was one time back in, in college, I took, a, I took an English lit class, and the teacher was, we were going through these uh, short stories, 
and she was talking about this one character. Her name was Granny Weatherall, and the teacher said, "What's in the name?" You know, she weathers all. What's in the name here? Don Callis. He's Callis. Yeah. He really does it well, though. I I don't know what's going to come from this. I don't know exactly how this is going to pan out and how long it's going to go for. But Sammy playing off of that, even though we, we push things aside, and we forgot, not forgot, but we put aside the things that people were mad at him for. Now he's playing off of that and bringing it back up as his motivation for being a heel and lining himself with knockout. Hmm. And they've already set up a Wrestle Dream match. Oh, never mind. I'll let y'all figure that out. <laughs> I will figure it out later. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to watch after we're done here. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure it out as we go later on. But, yeah. Lo- love the whole Sammy Guevara, Chris Jericho thing. I don't think it's over. But I think it, it would be smart if Jericho steps away for a little bit. To kind of gather his thoughts as to what he wants to do next. Well, it's not going to be till after Wrestle Dream, so. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I think it would be smart for him to do that. Jericho Appreciation Society is a bridge spread all over the place. So yeah. it, it, he needs to take some time, go, go fishing with Moxley or fucking go do something. Y'all both just take us month-long vacation so we can figure this shit out. But yeah, really good shit from AEW this week. I know of some stuff that has happened that I could touch on, but like I said, we would go on forever trying to discuss everything AEW. So those were our moments for this week. Now, before we wrap up, I think there's something that Johnny wants to talk about. Okay, so uh, back when um, on Thursday when we had the the releases, I did a a news video uh, on TikTok uh, about the releases. I had a couple comments. One of the comments was the same old thing that we've heard we hear uh, thousands. Of times, the, the comment it was from a, a someone who just it was just named Aaron said, "Aren't you too old to be watching wrestling? And the wrestling is fake." And and that that was pretty much pretty much all the comments. So I'm gonna reply to him. I haven't done a reply yet. I'm gonna do what I'm I'm thinking it's going to be the very first ever live reply to a TikTok on a, on a podcast. So I and I'm going to I'm going to say what I have to say and and you know the video can only go 10 minutes so I'm going to let you guys uh, let you guys say something too if, if you like. So let me set up. I already have it opened. All I'm going to do is hit record. Make sure 
food. Oh, what? Oh. Oh, there it is. Okay. Sorry, uh, there was a different time setting. It was set to 30 seconds. No. I said 10 minutes. Okay. All right. Uh, wrestling is fake. Are you sure to be watching wrestling? This is some of the comments that that we've heard time and time again over our life. As being being lifelong wrestling fans, you know, there's nothing fake about a, a 200 to 350 plus pound man carrying another man same 250 300 pound over his shoulder if not over his head okay that takes a lot of strength that takes uh, hundreds if not thousands of hours in the gym and in the ring this is perfecting their craft because professional wrestling is an art form however you want to think about it it's it's an art form and yes it's scripted we don't like using the word state when it comes to rest it's it's choreographed and it has to be because think about this if it was a real sport you would have wrestlers every week going to the hospital you would have wrestlers dying on a weekly basis so this is why they spend thousands of hours in the ring to practice so they can be safe where they don't injure each other now accidents happen like like we discussed on this episode with moxley but those are they're rare uh, as far as being too old you're never too old as long as you you're passionate about something you love uh i've been watching wrestling since i was eight years old since ever since i started watching wrestling i knew it's it was scripted uh when i saw uh, a japanese sumo wrestler by the name of pyqi attack a female outside the ring her name was tony adams who was at the time married to gentleman chris adams who helped uh, train one of the greatest uh, wrestling uh, performers and characters Stone Cold Steve Austin I saw her get attacked outside the ring I said there's no way no way they would really let that happen in real life so yeah I've always known wrestling is scripted and we love it because it's brings out all these different emotions you know it can it's it's like a drama you know it can make you laugh some moments like some real moments can make you cry you know and this video or this yeah the video that i you're replying to that was serious because you had people actually lose their jobs over doing what they love 
So I'm going to let you guys comment real quick. Drew, you got something to comment on the situation? Well, everybody loves movies. We all love movies. Yeah. These are actors doing their own stunts, basically. <laughs> They're yeah. trained professionals doing what they do. And you're never too old, to, too old to love the movies. Why would you be too old to do this? Some people exactly. love taking pictures. Some people like jogging. Some people like working out. There's 60, 70 years old men, men in the gym working out. You're never too old to do what you love. And we like watching wrestling, so I'm never too old to watch wrestling, damn it. <laughs> yeah, there's 60, 70-year-old men that are still wrestling. Right. Yeah. Look, at, look, look at Sting. Sting. He, he's 62 right now. 65, actually. I think. Somewhere around there. Look at Ric Flair. He just retired at 74 last year. Even though he... And he still wants another match. Yeah. Billy Gunn's 58. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Mind your business. <laughs> and let people do what they love. Yeah. Let people watch what they love. And I am glad that you brought up movies because that is how I was going to start my argument. I don't know what this guy likes. I know what this guy doesn't like people watching professional wrestling, but that's why we're here. We are well, discussing because of you, douchebag. Real quick, here's my take on this. I, you must be a closet wrestling fan because why else would this video pop up in your For You page? True. Yes, it says Johnny True. from Wrestle Lost. Exactly. <laughs> this is Wrestle Lost, bitch. You don't insult our shit. Okay, here we go. Drew, you are a big fan of the Marvel movie. Yes. I am as well. Those are scripted. They are not real. It is a form of entertainment. Just or can't fly, person. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Just because it is a form of entertainment that you don't like doesn't mean you can put it down because it is, it is an escape from reality. Yeah. And that's right. what we are just trying to do here. The world is so fucked right now that this is what keeps us going. This is what this is what draws our attention to block out for two or three hours a day the bad shit that goes on in this world. When you watch a movie, you block everything out. When you go to a movie theater, you block everything out. I have some friends right now in these last couple of days just had a trip to Disney. He is well in his 30s like I am. If that's what you love going to and doing, I'm not going to knock you for it. I'm not going to knock anybody for what they love. We used to have a manager who, who he was in his 50s at the time and he was he and he loved Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Yeah, and that is perfectly fine. I know people in their 40s and 50s that still love Mickey Mouse and stuff like that. My 60-year-old my uncle was hanging out with my niece earlier today. Gave her a Donald Duck cup. She still can't use it because she's not old enough to use it. 
but we're going to hold on to it for her to use for when she is. And that's from his personal collection. He gave that to her. He's loved Donald Duck ever since he was a little kid. <laughs> and it's it's also kind of like music. Yeah. How many different genres of music do, you, do okay. people listen to? Thank some you. people like country, some people like metal, some people like pop, there's R&B, there's hip-hop, there's alternative, and, and that, indie, that, there's everything out there. That brings there's something for everybody. That brings me to my next point. Wrestling fans come from all walks of life. Yeah. Uh, you know, some wrestling fans go as far as starting their own companies, like Tony Khan. Some wrestling fans go as far as buying their own companies, like Billy Corgan, who is the front man for the Smashing Pumpkins. Yes. This was a happy accident. I just had that shirt on. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. So, I, I'm, I'm going to end the video right now because it's coming to the end. But, uh, yeah. Show some respect to to wrestling fans because they're they're no different than people that love movies or, or music or, or actual sports. All right, don't hate. Appreciate. And, right. If you want to learn more about us, come check us out. Like we say on Twitch and YouTube, search wrestling. We're on every weekend. You can hear us on on your podcast platforms also check out our rest loss page on tiktok we want to have enough enough followers to bring the podcast to this platform as well and we're out and and just the last thing i wanted to say because even though it's not going to be in that video i still wanted to say it yeah i have a friend right now christina who had plans for this weekend to go to the Ren Fair. And they live in New York. And right now she is distraught because of the hurricane that's going to hit over there this weekend. Yes. Ren Fair has been canceled. Oh. It's been shut down for the weekend. So all of the money that they put into what they, what they were going to wear that they were gonna because it's an hour from where they are roughly so travel like i think a hotel was planned so they could spend the night over in that area like outfits they bought that they were gonna wear this is what they love i'm not gonna knock anybody for it i've been to the ren fair and i love going there if, if it's something that people love, who are you to make fun of it or poke fun at it or whatever you want to call it? Yeah. If this guy wants to come through here, and I really do hope he does, I have no problems calling him an asshole to his face. I'll give him my address. I'm not <laughs> going to put it out there for everybody to see, yeah. but I will DM in my address. And if you want to come to Garland, Texas, we're, you're going to know you're in Garland. We'll go three on one. Andrew, I hope you're ready to spend uh, a night in jail because that's what might happen. <laughs> I'll send the intern. Okay, send the intern. <laughs> He's not a minor no more. So, so, so yeah, something I, I, I was going to say in the video, but but it, it might have gotten taken down if I did. Uh, yes, people have been have been legit injured because they call wrestling fake. Yeah, 
whether it be John Stossel getting getting punched or or uh, Vader choking out some dude in Japan that landed him in jail. You know. Yeah. Yeah. We are like whether you're a professional wrestler or a fan, it's gonna if you say it. It's going to offend someone, and someone's going to not take it lightly. Yes. And serious things can come from that. So if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. That's all I'm saying. But, yeah, I'm, I'm going to end on, well, I'm, I'm going to, like, flip the script and go somewhere else just to move away from that serious issue and end with a funny Vince McMahon story. I know that's weird to say. In 2023, <laughs> after all the bullshit that has happened with Vince, I have a funny 2023 Vince story. Did I, I think it was a Wednesday? He put up a picture where he was in his gym. Did y'all happen to see it? No. no. So he took a picture of what was in front of him. I, I know Johnny isn't too well versed in Pokemon, and I'm taking that Andrew isn't either. So he took a picture of what was in front of him, and it was the Pokemon called Ghastly. And it's a dark Pokemon. Those that know understand it. And he posted a picture of it, and he's like, who's this guy in my gym? Get the fuck out. Hashtag Pokemon Go. Vince was playing Pokemon Go in his gym while he was working out. He was playing Pokemon Go. So someone posted this. So he posted it up. And then people started commenting and sharing it and whatnot. And it came across my page. So I had a comment on it. And actually, I think it was Sean that shared it. And that's where I commented on it. And I said... Maybe it's just Vince looking at his soul in the mirror. And then someone said, how bold of you to assume that Vince has a soul? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I, and I said, well, it's ghastly. It's one of the dark Pokemon. So I, I don't know. It kind of fits the Vince McMahon character if this is his soul. So couple of funny things, a couple of funny comments that were put there between myself and everybody else in the group. But also, what the fuck is Vince doing playing Pokemon Go? <laughs> and that was that was the exact reaction that Sean had. It was like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, don't you have other shit to focus on? Like, not going to prison? Yeah. Shouldn't you be focused on shit like that? I just thought that was a funny story. Well, he's got to be able to send himself in prison, dude. He's got to work out and be bust like you. Yeah, Keep no. the guys off of him in prison. You little prison bitch. 
But yeah, I thought that was something funny that I had seen. Talk about big meaty men. Oh. <laughs> See, now uh, I don't even want to okay. think. All right. I, uh, I, that, that ended badly. I wish I would have gone there now. Got creeped him out. Yeah, he creeped me out, bro. <laughs> but that and and see now I want to move away from it because I'm creeped out. Yeah. So to see how it goes, like always, it is time to stump the brain. Okay. We all know AJ Styles. We all know his theme song, Phenomenal. Yes. That was written for another superstar who was, and the superstar turned it down when he came to the train center. Who was that superstar? <laughs> I'm out. I've heard this. I've heard, I've heard this before. I'm trying to think of who it was. I don't think this superstar ever made it onto the screen and on the main roster. I know it wasn't, he's never been on the main roster. I don't think he ever made it. I don't know about NXT. So you're saying he never made it to the main roster? No. Okay. Because like I said, I have heard this before. I'm going to say Cash is Ono. No. James Storm (laughs) from Beer Money (laughs) with Robert. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Okay. That that makes sense. (laughs) You know what? Now that you mention it, I might have heard that somewhere before. Yeah. I, like I said, I heard that before. I just couldn't remember who the name was. And you said you said never made to the main roster. I know Chris Hero never made it to the main roster. WWE. I, I kind of want to say maybe Wrestle Talk mentioned it once. Yeah, yeah. I think I remember them saying it. Once. But I remember back in God when they when him and Robert Roode were together in, in Impact. I used to love Beer Money. Because he had that cooler he would ride out on, open it up, get a beer, drink it. <laughs> yeah. Because he had that motorized cooler, which was cool. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't mind having one, I'll say that. But, <laughs> yeah. Interesting, interesting times. Uh, was a weird week for WWE. was a long week for all of us that uh, had a watch all of this unfold so hopefully this coming week will be a better one hopefully the rumor of more releases isn't true because we don't want to have to do this again next weekend but either way it's fun we'll try and make the best of it so like always if you have any questions or comments wrestlelost at gmail.com wrestlelost on facebook And don't forget to give us a like and a subscribe here on Twitch and on our YouTube channel, WrestleLost. And follow us on TikTok at WrestleLostPod. So, 
hope everybody enjoys the rest of their weekend. And we will see you all next week. We'll see you next weekend. We have uh, we have NXT No Mercy on Saturday and Wrestle Dream on Sunday. Hell yes. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Check you later.